The following podcast, though presented by Tamed Idiots, is intended for mature audiences. The opinions presented in this podcast are not intended to sway anyone's opinions as the people presenting them are kind of dumb. The topics that are presented and the opinions that are expressed are intended for entertainment purposes and should be considered satire. Some of these stories may be exaggerated. It's up to you to determine which ones. Though we are not professionals, we have a combined total of 240 years of being stupid. Do not try this at home, and please proceed with caution. Welcome to the Absurdly Average Podcast. My name is Akil, and you're joining myself in the Merry Band of Morons, or at least today, the Ministry of Moronitude, as we come with you again to another episode of Am I the Asshole? Yeah, it's, it's, our, uh, it's our favorite thing, or one of our, I would say our favorite thing is just to yell at each other and scream about fucking whatever, but this is where the ministers and I come together and judge people and determine whether they are or are not the asshole. So that is what we're up to today. If you, the listener, have any kind of conflict that you need to have us suss out, then bring it to us. Uh, drop me a message on Twitter and or on Facebook at brownlove 10 and we'll bring it up and the, the ministers and I will go ahead and sort it out for you. That way you don't have to take responsibility. Hooray! But joining me as far as right now is concerned, because we may have other ministers come through, but right now we have Minister Yanni, Minister Cotier, and Hi. Minister Spatuli. And the four of us will be determining if these scenarios lead to the poster being an asshole or not. Now, you, the podcast, are going to also hear me refer to chat or stream. That's because I stream these live every Wednesday starting at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you want to be a part of the conversation, you're more than welcome to come check us out on Twitch when we do this live. But let's go ahead and get started. So the first premise, am I the asshole for not punishing my daughter after she stole alcohol? Uh Uh-oh. So here's the premise. Over the 4th of July weekend, my daughter, who is 16, and I met up with my younger brother, who has no children. And then our older brother and his wife and daughter, who is two years younger than my daughter, so 14, at a lake house. Everybody brought alcohol. It's the kind of thing where we decided beforehand, everybody brings stuff and contributes. Saturday night after dinner, I was sitting outside with my brothers and my sister-in-law, and my sister-in-law goes, hey, where are the girls? We go upstairs, and they're not there. We go to the basement where we were keeping all the booze, and sure enough, we see my niece and my daughter with two solo cups, an open handle of vodka with about uh, a fourth of it gone, and half a cranberry juice jug. I asked my daughter if she wanted to explain herself, and she was slurring her words, so the cat was out of the bag. But she tried to tell us the vodka and juice were open when they found them. When my brother grounded his daughter for a month right there on the spot, she spilled the beans that that my daughter had put her up to it and said no one would notice. I took my daughter up to her room, and she asked me if she was going to be grounded, too. I asked her why she did it, and she said she didn't think anybody would care, seeing how it was a long weekend and a summer holiday. I told her that I very much cared that she was essentially stealing and lying about it. She seemed very ashamed of herself, and again asked what her punishment would be. I told her I never want this to happen again, and that this was strike one and two. We hugged, I told her I loved her, and that was it. Next morning, I asked what punishment I'd given out. I told them I had a talk and I made her promise not to do it again, mentioned how deeply ashamed that she looked, 
and that uh, immediately everybody got mad and asked how I could let my daughter get away with it. They said, I'm too lenient. I'm okay with her lying to my face, and that because of this, it's going to happen again. Because in their theory, my daughter sees me as a doormat and not as a dad. So is this dad an asshole or not for not punishing or grounding his daughter after she stole alcohol? I don't think uh, this okay. is this is so tricky, honestly, because it's it's fifty fifty. No, no, it's not. It's well, okay. First and foremost, how old was she? Where does it say they're from? She's sixteen, and the daughter that uh the like her uh I guess cousin is fourteen. All right. So it 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 depends. Okay. So, well, no, actually, it doesn't. They're both underage. They both stole it. Nah, he's an asshole for not doing it. It's bad parenting. They need to learn consequences for their actions. Yeah, I know. But see, obviously, I'm well aware of that. But on the other hand, right? Kids do it all the time. So a harsh punishment doesn't make any sense because eventually they're going to drink regardless, right? So, you know, obviously, I'm not reinforcing that behavior. But at the end of the day, if you're putting such a harsh punishment where they, you know, see it in a weird light somehow because they're at that age. Now, obviously, if they're like fucking eight, nine, ten years old, different story. One hundred percent. Right. Like grounds for one hundred percent like ridiculous punishment because that's ridiculous. But they're almost at the age now where they're going to be experimenting regardless with other friends. So why go the showing disappointment is just enough, in my opinion, of a punishment than an actual punishment. I don't know. What do you think? I'm Yali? not a pa- I'm not a parent, so I mean, really. I mean, often uh, it depends on how she takes disappointment. Because if she's the kind of person who really doesn't like the fact that her parent got upset and she got caught, maybe it works. But at the same time, I think there's also the people who were trying to tell him how to be a father, and I think that's kind of an asshole move. So, yeah, and then, like, if ahead. we look at the context of the story, right, technically, they're, they're if you want to be super... equally responsible, so... Oh, yeah, 100%. But if we if we take the story for, you know, word value, or you want to fucking call it, there's no theft involved because everybody brought something. So once everybody does that, technically it's not theft. It's just taking what something else someone else brought. It's so what not you're saying theft. is that if you pay for something and I take it from you, it's not stealing? No, because, okay, they pitched in for everything, so it's different. Yeah, I think right? for a family so to it's, get together, it's it made for everybody. different. So like, I wouldn't call it theft. I mean, I essentially, know. it's like a family get-together is like a little communist nation. Right? It's like, I'll buy this, you buy this, everything's equal. I will say, Not originally, really. originally, because, um, you know, my family does big get-togethers and stuff like that, and allegedly... Um, we would have access to the booze that's just there. The difference is is that all of the parents and all of the adults would know and look out for where the alcohol was going. And if any of the kids wanted some, like, and I'm not talking kids like kids, but like, you know, 15, 16, 17, like, they would supervise it as well. Because if you're going to do something you might as well be under supervision 
rather than getting fucked up. I mean, they said that they were slurring. I don't know how bad that means here. But it's. I feel like it's a consequence on the adults here to just leave a however much fucking alcohol alone in a basement when you've got kids running around. Yeah. Like, if anything, um, and, like, if this is the, – the way that this parent has – talked about being lenient and discussing stuff with their kid, you would think they'd be an open enough parent to be like, okay, like, come sit with your family. I will make you a drink, and you can have a drink under my supervision. So to me, everyone is kind of a shitbag here. From the kids sneaking the alcohol because they know they shouldn't be sneaking it, to the adults leaving alcohol unattended. And then thirdly, like, if this parent is under this parenting structure of, all right, I'm going to be super cool and chill with my with my children on the punishment. Why not just be cool and chill with supervising your child with alcohol in the first place? That's where I'm at with it, though. I could be wrong. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. No, I agree with that 100%. And, like, also, obviously I'd be, you know, disappointed that it was, like, all secretive and shit. But on the other hand, I'm like, well, at least she's drinking with her cousin instead of, like, you know, the the friends at school, at someone else's house, somewhere else that I can't, you know, you know what I'm saying? It, it's it's a little different because it's all family and it's all in one area with everybody there. Even if they get fucked up, yeah, I get it's wrong, but it's in a more controlled environment. And that's that's, again, that's kind of where I'm at. And I know... A lot of times I come off as the, like, middle ground guy when it comes to some of this shit. But at the end of the day, you can't be the chill, lenient parent if your chill leniency only exists in in terms of punishment. You've also got to be ahead of the thing and be like, okay, like, kids are going to be stupid anyway. You might as well, like, either be the tough disciplinarian or be the parent that's there to guide them around the stupidity. But you can't just be super hands-off in the beginning and then be slightly hands-on at the end. I don't think yeah. that works either. Yeah. I think that... Like it's inconsistent, for sure. Yeah, and I, I agree with the other parent, like, the I guess, the, the father's brother, where it's going to make the dad seem like a doormat now, because it does. So I think the parents are shitty... And the kids are shitty. To me, yeah, everyone sucks here. Dumb. Yeah, everyone sucks here. What do y'all think? Uh, I agree with that assessment. You know, I wouldn't call the kids shitty because that's just what kids do. And not a kids or teenagers, but yeah. it's like, Still, yeah. But I mean, you're telling me you didn't do so that when you, when you were. Is, so wait, wait, basically, what you're saying is, if it were, uh, it just so to speak, boys will be boys. Right. Well, kid, I know well, it's not. Teenagers I know it's not will be teenagers. Right, but the, it still doesn't mean that what they're doing isn't wrong. Just I mean, because yeah, of course. But do. I wouldn't call her an asshole for that. I would call her an asshole for getting her younger cousin to go with her. That's a dick move. <laughs> but either I'd way, also call her way, little cousin a fucking rat because she way, squealed on her older cousin. Di- you don't do that. Off. Give your balls a tug. Holy no, shit. you don't do that. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> No, Dude, you guys either no, share no. the same responsibility for what you did, 
or you fight about it. There is no fucking, oh, it's her fault, it's my fault. It's either both of your fault or you fight about it. It's that's, that simple. Uh, that's just toxic masculinity right no, there. No, it's yes, not. It is. Fuck no, off, it's not. Dude. Yes, it is. No, you never admit defeat, ever. Jesus fucking Christ. So I'm sticking with everyone's the asshole. Yeah, uh, everyone sticks <laughs> oh, here, yeah, especially the that. dad. Like, with, with emphasis on the dad, because the dad needs to fucking discipline his kid. He needs to be a parent, not a friend. And I think I think that's where a lot of the issue comes from, is like, you want to be the cool parent, but being the cool parent runs both ways. Like, you can be the cool person in going light on discipline and being like, okay, don't disappoint me again. And think that that's going to work. And you know what? You may have that family dynamic where that that's enough. But mm, maybe. you also need to be the parent in front of it where it's like, okay, I know that this is going to be a thing that's going to happen in the future. I'd rather you do it in my house, talk to me about it, and let me supervise it. Like, if you want to be the chill parent, you've got to do both things. You don't get to half-ass it. I don't think you get to half-ass parenting, but what do I know? I guess we'll have to wait for Tony to like be like, hey. Dude, trust me, there's a lot of half-assed parents out there. It's ridiculous. Ain't that the fucking truth. But uh, let's you get see it a lot in the South. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Walk into a Walmart in the South. You'll see exactly what the fuck I'm talking Dude, about. Dude, we could probably do an entire month of episodes just on Walmart etiquette, fashion, <laughs> like Walmart in general. Dude, I went to Walmart to pick up some leaks, and it felt like I was going into the Vietnam War. It is a wild, it's wild place, man. Like, I avoid it. Uh, Ari, Ari has shown me that you can do um, Walmart grocery delivery, and, like, they have a reward points, like, account and coupons and shit. So, like, you can end up getting groceries just cheaper and delivered to your home. But the last time we had to, like, actually physically go into a Walmart, it was, I imagine, what it's astronauts... always an experience. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's like what astronauts first feel like when they discover a new race of, like, aliens... You're just like, what even is this? There's just a weird haze inside of a Walmart. It smells kind of funky. Like, mm. it is it is a weird, weird place. So Yeah, yeah. it's so strange to compare, like, different uh, grocery stores, like, major grocery stores, at least for us in the South. Obviously, everybody has fucking Walmart for the most part. But, like, Walmart's like hell. Publix in the South is like heaven. And then I have a Winn-Dixie near my house, and Winn-Dixie's like purgatory because ain't a motherfucker there. Like, you go oh, midday at uh, Winn-Dixie, not a soul's there. And that Winn-Dixie by my house has been there since, like, shit, before I was born. I don't know how they, like, have enough revenue to keep it open. It's I will ridiculous. tell you this. If Walmart is hell, then Target probably has to be heaven at that point. Like, if you're comparing... Like, <laughs> like Super Walmart to Target? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's clean. There's no weird haze inside a Target. It's... it's <laughs> It's very well lit. You're not going to get stabbed on aisle seven. Like, there's just something different. Oh, bullshit. You're going to get stabbed on aisle seven. It's just going to be the price that's going to be stabbing you. Yeah, that's true. The thing that you get stabbed with is you're going to have to, like, mortgage your house to pay it off. Like, oh, you want this nice cutting board? That'd be $97. What? All right. Fuck so it. here's what's fun. So right now, uh, we're going to do this next Am I the Asshole that I pulled. And while we discuss this... We actually have one of our live viewers that has an Am I the Asshole submitted to me. So I'm going to type that up while we discuss this one, and then we will help our viewer and see what's going on. So, right now, Am I the Asshole for making a local pizza place give me a refund on a 2-liter bottle of root beer because it was a different brand 
than what they advertised. I am 45 years old and a guy. I ordered delivery from a local pizza place yesterday and ordered a medium pizza, breadsticks, and a two-liter bottle of root beer. On their app, they advertised that they had mug root beer. I ordered the two-liter with that Mug in moment. Hmm? Absolute mug moment. Yeah, right? Uh, however, when the food showed up on my, f- on my stoop because I had requested contactless delivery, I noticed that the two-liter was Great Value brand. That is Walmart. No, fuck off. Clearly, the owner had gone to Walmart and bought the cheapest pop possible in order to save money. I understand struggling business, but come on. That's just a bad look. I called the restaurant and got to the owner, and I told him that I wouldn't be paying for it. I told him that I would leave it on my front stoop if he wanted to come get it, but that he needed to give me my money back. He told me, I just can't take back food or drink that's been delivered, but you knew that, right? You're just trying to get your root beer for free. I told him that's absolutely not the case. I didn't like paying for one thing and getting an inferior product in its place. We went back and forth with a few things, and he ended up saying, fine, I'll refund the money you paid for the soda. We are a struggling small business, but whatever. Be a dick. And when you drink it, which I know you will, and it's perfectly good, just realize what a petty jackass you are and don't order from here again. I answered, don't worry. Stop cheaping out and just give people what they pay for. We argued some more before he ended up hanging up on me, but he did refund my money. Was I being too picky about root beer? No. False advertising is a thing. That's what that is. Fucking great value root beer. To be fair, though, to be fair, mug root beer. Fucking give me barks or give me nothing. But that's not the point. Okay. But, like, here's the thing, though. Like, from the owner's perspective, right? Don't advertise it if you're not going to sell it. No, fully agree. Fully agree. But at the end of the day, if you got it from a pizzeria, a two liter is roughly, you know, two to four dollars, right? At the end of the day, they're both arguing about four dollars. Granted, I'm well aware it's not what he paid for. It's it's petty on both sides. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, it's cool. You call them, you get into an argument, but at the end of the day, again, at most, you're arguing about four dollars. So, you know, on the side of the owner, he's just like, oh, well, you know what, you're this, you're that, you're that, over, you know, different brands. I get people are really subjective on their brands, and I get that he paid for what it said on the app. Uh, But on the other hand, like I said, it's like they're arguing over $4. So you're going to make a fuss over $4, just don't order from them again. It's also the quality of it, too. I mean... I mean, the I could understand of... if the whole order was fucked, but you're going to essentially argue over a, a minimal, like the smallest portion of your order. Okay, let's put it this uh, but way. But I understand, I understand no, 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 where he's coming on. from. Right. So, uh, okay, let's think of this then, okay? How much is a two-liter bottle of uh, mugger beer in Walmart in the U.S.? Uh, well, if you retail, is like 250 from how a much is a bottle? Like how, no, 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 a dollar. It's a dollar. It's a dollar for the great value. Right. So yes. So it's not just four dollars. Okay. It's mm-hmm. a. It's you're paying an increased price for mm-hmm. a brand named item, right? Yes. That they're not being upfront about. 
So, no, he's not an asshole for it. There's no, oh, I can see it from both angles. Because there's no both angles, dude. The guy's being a dick. It's false advertising. I'm well aware, but the story doesn't go deep, right? Because obviously we don't have the owner's full perspective, right? Because hold on, let's say, let's say he was ordering pizza and that pizza was fucking slammed and they just fucking sold out and they didn't have time to update the app. So the owner okay. went to the Walmart to get it, what, you know, there's so no, many circumstances. Then you, then you contact the person that did the order. Cause I'm assuming when you do that, you leave your contact number and say, Hey, mm -hmm. we don't have this. Would you be okay if I did this instead? No, and I fully agree. And with you that. don't. And you don't. But if a restaurant's fucking slammed, price. but if a restaurant slammed, it's and how is he? Then how does he get the time everybody. to go to Walmart and get a two-liter bottle of no-name, no, no-name no brand fucking root beer? Well, maybe it's a split decision. He had to don't go even... run and re-up stock. It's just that simple. I mean, there's so there's so many. Look, at the end of the day, still, I understand the argument, but. Again, to me, they're both fucking assholes. He's an asshole for not selling the correct product, and he's an asshole for arguing over four dollars when he's not going to order. No, if it was if it was my money, I would not pay for it either because I'm not paying for something that I didn't order. Understandable, but you're just you're arguing over, you know, minimal amounts. If it was the whole order, fully Dude, understandable. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to you from a perspective that you probably aren't familiar with. Then how's All that? Right. Okay. No, maybe you are. I don't know. You run your own business, right? Yes. I'm lucky that on my next paycheck, I'll be able to pay rent. That $4 fucking matters. Understandable. But that no, $4, but by the time you get it, you ain't going to get that $4 back that day. You're going to get it back in the next three to a week. You see what I'm saying? I see if what you're saying. I, if think it was that, instant, I think that you're door. wrong. I think that you're wrong. No, I'm sorry, but I do. I I don't think that it's an everyone sucks here situation. It's a false advertising. That's on him. Guy's not an asshole for wanting his money back. No, no, I'm not saying he's an asshole for wanting his money back. I'm just saying also he's an asshole for, for making an argument about it. No, for the, but, for, uh, the, uh, for the owner and for the owner to say it's like, oh, well, I can't take something back on something that I've already delivered. Fuck off. You spent the time to go out and get it. You can come back and fucking take it back. Okay? Fuck that. I will say this. There have been times where uh, I've wanted a refund on uh, food and stuff that's been incorrect or fucked up. And I have offered. To, and now, granted, this is to larger, like, one of the big three chains. Uh, but I have offered to, like, give the food back. Like, they're not, they don't say, you know, whatever. But. I'm like, look, if you want proof that I'm not going to fuck with it, you can have it back because it's wrong. Now, I will say at least for, like, I understand the small business perspective. I understand the perspective of the, the person who's buying it. I will say, like, if I go to a place and I'm going to buy a thing, and the thing that I'm handed is not what is advertised on the flyer or whatever the hell it is, I'm going to take issue with it because half the reason why I'm making the initial purchase is because I'm buying that name brand thing. Like, okay, if I'm going to go buy, I don't know, let's say ammo, right? If I have a particular brand of ammunition that I like and the owner gives me surplus bullshit that's just range ammo instead of what I'm trying to buy, yes, comparatively speaking, they are both 9mm rounds. 
However, for me personally, I'm making the purchase based off of the fact that I am uh, purchasing, let's say, Sig Sauer 9mm ammunition comparative to wholesale bulk 9mm bullshit. Because, okay, geez, flex flex enough for you. <laughs> well, it's not. It's more so like I'm trying to establish. I, I, I know you're trying to set it up. I just like making jokes about how expensive Sig shit Dude, is. Sig shit is so expensive. My God. Like I've looked for USP and Sig shit, and Sig shit always blows the USP prices out of the water. It's, it's ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. But it, me as a as a consumer. If I am trying to make a purchase for a brand, it is because I like the brand. I also shop cheap, so there are times where I I got great value ketchup in the fridge because it's ketchup. But like if I'm if I'm making an informed decision on my end where I'm like, "Hey, I want to buy the name brand thing." And someone sells me a knockoff of the thing, I personally am going to be salty about it because I went into that transaction wanting to have the name brand thing. Whether or not the product is comparable or not is not the point. It is, I made a decision based off of what was advertised to me that I was going to have X. Someone sold me Y and told me that it's the same thing. I'm salty on the principle. The taste might be the same. It might not be. What the fuck ever. I, have, I don't really drink soda anymore. But... It's, it's the fact that someone made a sale to me under false pretenses. That's where I'm at with it. It's the principle of the thing, not the actual physical object, if that makes sense. Understandable. But where do we want to lie on this, or are we pretty divided on it? I'd say it was a bill of false advertising, so I think I'm going to go with that. That's where I'm, that's where I'm sitting with it, too. Thank you. But I have one. Again, I just I typed up the whole transcript that was sent to me. Now, this is actually one of our viewers who is live with us on uh, like watching Twitch right now and had sent this one to me over Twitter. So, again, if you, the listeners, or you that are live with me right now or anybody have something you want us to settle, send it to me on Twitter or on Facebook and we, the ministers and I will get to it. So without further ado, this is from our viewer, Jamie. So thank you. I, it's still hard for me to get used to Hi, Jamie cool. because I know Jamie is, I know Jamie's one of our oldest, oldest fucking followers from years ago now. But without further ado. <clears throat> to do further. Right. Am I the asshole for taking down my colleague's music from Spotify? I am a 16-year-old male, am a music producer, and work in a small recording studio in Scotland. I make music for my own solo productions. I work with other musicians as well. I had a track that I created and was very happy with it. So I showed my track to my colleagues, and the track, uh, I showed my track to the colleagues, and they were impressed with it. That night, I go home and left the project open in my room/studio overnight. Every producer does have their own pr- uh, respective room. I come back the next day, and my colleague has used my project and added their own vocals over it. I shrugged it off at first and kind of let it be. However, a few weeks later, I saw that the track was doing pretty well on his account with over 80,000 listens. I wasn't credited at all in the track title 
or song description, so I contacted Spotify and had it taken down. I have the IP, intellectual property, to prove that I created that recording. The law of creative work in the UK shows that every single person contributing to an art must be credited. Everyone at the studio was mad at me because I put down someone else's success. Am I the asshole? The success that you built? Fuck off. No, you're not the asshole, bud. No, not of course. You're welcome yeah, to music, no. bro. He should be lucky he didn't get brought up on charges of copyright violation. Yeah, I don't know I've, how it's honest. Go ahead, go ahead. I've signed I've signed NDAs for voice acting work that were like, if you even speak of this, an, an eldritch entity will let us know and we'll sue your ass into oblivion kind of shit. I was about to say, I feel like uh, out of everyone that's currently uh, all the ministers here, Yanni and Spatuli probably have the most experience as far as uh, being involved with studio production, ownership, distribution, and everything like that is concerned. So if you guys want to take the helm on this one, I'll give my, I'll give my thoughts after. Uh, well, it's just the music industry, man. Um, everybody's at the end of the day, even though they say they're creative, for the most part, they want to make fucking money. Um and yeah record uh, labels especially are uh, incredibly stingy like you can use you can have permission from a music from the person who made the music themselves but if the recording company doesn't like that they can copy strike you they can sue you they can do a bunch of things and try to get you just have all work extradited now from from my understanding like it's a big issue on youtube as well like youtube uh, youtube music copyright is the the most bizarre fucking thing ever now i do want to add i believe if i remember from our conversations with this viewer um not only are they in a school that does and focuses on music production audio production that kind of thing um but they also just put in chat that i forgot to add the song has copyright and the physical recording has its own copyright so what do y'all think he should be that that, that that guy should be lucky he wasn't fucking sued. That is just straight up that's theft. Nefarious. Well, because theft of well, intellectual property. Yeah, that's theft of IP. But at the end of the day, if it's eighty thousand views on Spotify, that equals to roughly three dollars. Doesn't yeah. matter. So Again, there's really nothing to sue thing. over. No, I'm no, I'm one hundred percent agree with you. But I'm just saying there's really nothing to sue over because the amount of money gained isn't good enough to. Sue I feel over. like the theme of I feel I feel like the theme of today is it's the principle. I feel like that's well, almost 100%. every am I the I mean, asshole. <laughs> I mean, obviously yes, you're not but the fucking today asshole. Especially because but... we're talking about like prices and money and shit. And it's, and it's like a discussion between the amount of money versus the principle of it. I mean, yeah, you're, you're right. Even with the, with the teenagers drinking, it was the principle of parenting first over the actual drinking. So you're right. Like today's episode just happens to be principles. God damn it. But yeah, go ahead. But like, it's, it's, it's very difficult. Um, I, th- I think one of, the, one of the biggest things that a lot of young producers, especially in the UK, who don't have a big, big um, understanding of like like mid-2000s hip-hop, because they got it right. Um, at, and you could, you could do this with every single track you make just to make sure, because, I mean, they could clip it themselves, but it doesn't make any fucking sense if you put it just layer it in this way before it's finally mastered and no one will ever steal from you ever again, right? Just interject your fucking name into, like, every 30 seconds of the song 
That way, if you leave it somewhere, it doesn't matter. They use the beat. It has your name all over it, so they can't say oh, shit. Oh, yeah. I remember I used to listen to YouTube videos or shit like that that we used to get off LimeWire, and he'd be like, D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-
oh, you bet your ass I'm going to fucking get my lawyers involved. I don't give a fuck. Like, I, I, don't, I don't give a fuck. Oh, it's only worth whatever amount of money. No, fuck you. That's my intellectual property. I designed that. I spent however many days, weeks, months, whatever, coming up with that type of design. Somebody else infringes on that design, and I've got the the work, the dates, and everything like that to say, nope, that's mine. You bet your ass I'm going straight for them. Absolutely. I'm going for the throat. Yeah, not and- only that, in a school environment, not only that, I'm taking that to my administrators. They're getting their ass expelled. So here's another question for you, because I don't know how the school environment works. And I, maybe Yanni and uh, Spatuli have some insight into this as well, but I'm going to ask you first, Cotier, and then let them, let them pick up afterwards. But I, I didn't go to school for anything like this whatsoever, so I don't know how Fair. the collaboration or anything like that works. I don't know what part of intellectual property this school, if any, owns. I don't in know my if... school? Mm-hmm. Not None. They owned absolutely zero of my designs, any of my IP. That was my stuff. I designed it. I came through with anything, uh, with, with everything that was a part of it. In regards to collaborative, okay, that would be, uh, it wouldn't be the same in, in what you're thinking of. For us, collaborative is um, you come up with one part of a thing. Like, I would go to another studio in the school, right? For instance, I did a collaboration with somebody in the fashion design studio. Uh, we won't get into that because I'm still salty about the whole situation, but that's not the point. Um, I did a, uh, a collaborative thing, or I attempted to do a collaborative thing with somebody from the uh, from the the studio, and um, it was I'm going to build something that complements what you're designing, and you're going to use it, and you're going to give me credit on the thing. They didn't end up using it. They didn't credit me for anything because it wasn't used. Um, but, you know, I mean, that's water under the bridge at this point. That person can go fuck themselves. Um, but, so, oh, go ahead. But, but as part of that is the only way that they own any right to it is if they pay me for my time, my material for the work that I did, and they purchase the item, which is essentially what happened in the end. Yeah, because you're basically selling your time, your skills to another person for them to elevate their work of art. Like, right. they are not just using your shit. They have to buy and compensate you for your time and your skill. 100% absolutely yes. So then, in, the same, in the situation that we're talking about here, I agree 100% that if that person was going to use it, they don't sneak or break into your private fucking room, grab your shit... And then use it and not credit you for it. Fuck that. So there's a comment from the poster um, that says, God, I'm so pissed off about this whole situation right now. You have your room. I have my room. I even have a nameplate on my door that says, Jamie blank, master studio number four. So put a lock on it. You are literally having to break and enter to, oh, you know what? Tony's here. Oh, we're going to let Tony go real quick. Hi, Tony. Love you, buddy. Miss you. Hello. Minister, Love you, Mr. Tony is here. Uh, so, Tony, you remember um, our, like, the first ever viewer that we had when I started off this entire Twitch thing? Like, like from Scotland? Talking... Yeah. So, this is his Am I the Asshole? 
Um, but let me. You mean Alpha? Yeah, this is Alpha's. No I mean, way. Jamie, Jamie now. But uh, Yanni and Cotier, or Yanni and Spatuli, while Tony reads this, and Tony, if you need me to make it bigger, let me know. But no, I'm reading it. Um, Yanni and Spatuli, in the professional environment, in like, because Yanni's worked as uh, someone who's been contracted to do voiceovers and things like that on many a project. Uh, Cotier, or Spatuli himself has mastered and released a bunch of tracks. Between the two of y'all, you have a better grasp of how the music industry itself works when doing collaborations on music and stuff, as well as the forms or contracts, whatever it is that it takes. Is there any way possible that the idea of, hey, just be a bro because if I succeed, you'll succeed, is that a thing that has ever worked and existed in that industry or no? Or how does this work oh. in y'all's Oh, opinion? no, that, is, that has never worked. All that, okay. So when, when people quote-unquote collab without any documentation involved instead of collaboration, whoever's the one mastering the track, it's up to their discretion on who the fuck they put on the track at that point, right? So whoever's in the studio while that person's mastering, they could be a piece of shit and be like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm the lead on this, I'm the lead on that, and they'll get you know, 100% of the credit other than whoever's mastering and producing it, right? So that's why, unfortunately, for the most part, music in general is a cesspool unless you have good, att good attorneys who know how to do paperwork properly. And that's why you see a lot of, it's really hard for people to get true collabs in because everybody wants a fucking credit. Um, and if they don't get said credit, then they just won't do it. The price of the collab doesn't even matter. It could be free. It could be all they want money in the back end. But if the credits aren't there and the percentages aren't correct, people just say fuck it for the most part. So that's why, unfortunately, in the music industry, you need a lot, a lot of fucking lawyers around. You basically need a fucking lawyer and retainer, period, if you're a musician who who's who is climbing in popularity. Or else this happens a lot to a lot of people and they get fucked over. Um, that's just the sad part about it. Now, for me, um, like I used to engineer and master at a few studios here in Orlando for free because I just love doing it. Right. I like to learn about it. I like doing it. I like helping people. I didn't want to credit cause it's a bunch of bullshit and I didn't, I want to go through all the paperwork. So like I would do it for free 100% knowing I was doing it for free and I can tell the artists I'm working with, but I don't need a credit. I'm just doing this for fun. And w once people start doing it like that, it's totally different. Cause then it's fully transparent. And if you're doing a collaboration that's not transparent, then don't do it at all. Even if the music's good, just don't do it. Yanni, what about you? So with voice acting, it's really weird. Uh, I'll give you an example by talking about, um, I guess, my uh, sample, I guess. So whenever I sign an NDA or do a project for someone, uh, oftentimes, if I think there's a line in there or there's something in there that I really want to add onto my demo, then I have to ask the uh, producer themselves for permission for it because they have full creative control over it at that point. So regardless of whether or not it was my vocal performance, if I want to, if I signed an NDA and I want to use it as, um, uh, and I want to use a line from that in my demo, I have to make sure that's within the bounds of my NDA or the permissions of the producer to use, because sometimes they may not want a line to be out there. 
what this guy basically did is he took the work itself and took the effort of someone else. Say he took one of my one, a good line for me, something I put my heart and soul into, and he decided to just warble around it and make it sound more like him or make it sound more like a way he wants it to. And it doesn't sound like me that much in that event. Uh, the per whoever has creative control over that project, like the producer, whoever I signed the NDA to has full ownership of that and has every right to say, go fuck yourself to that person. I, but see, I think the big, the, the big difference is that when Yanni goes into something like that, he already knows because he's reading the paperwork that, you know, I'm, they're hiring me to just be a voice and whatever I do, even though I said it, they still own it. Because that's what that's what the contract agreed to. Yeah, this guy yeah. thinks he owns the piece of music because he's sung to it. Is what's happening here. Yeah, essentially. Now, Tony, did you have a chance to read this one over? Oh yeah. All right. What are your thoughts? <clears throat> Get you an orange, a phone book, and a tube sock. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and beat I know exactly ever living dog shit out of this human being, bro. Hit him with a phone book. It doesn't leave bruises. Same thing with the orange. You're definitely not the asshole. You're in the clear. This is oh, 100%. intellectual property theft, if I've ever seen it in my life. Like, you can't fucking yeah, do that. He's he, that guy is lucky he didn't get a fucking uh, lawsuit on his hands. But we also got to remember this, though, right? Because in, in, in the post, he states that he is 16, correct? So depending on where he lives... He Scotland. might not technically be able to even have an electrical, an electrical, oh, I can't even say IP until a certain age. Uh, well, some places on. are fucking like that. So technically he'll no. default to his parents. It's no, so fucking we weird. Did, we did Regardless. have the clarification in chat though. So in chat, uh, Jamie did say that I have the copyright to the song. Like the song has its own copyright and the physical recording also has its own copyright. Jamie, your address. I'll send you a bag of Florida oranges to hit this fool with. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. Like, like yeah. I said, like I said a little earlier before Tony ju uh, jumped in. Um, this person right now, the clear violation begins with someone entering your room slash studio, and as you clarified for us, your studio has your name on it, which means if they're not you. And they don't have your permission to enter your recording studio. They don't need to fucking be there. What? One hundred percent. Like, and then they, th they. I was gonna say they thefted, but that's that's not how you say <laughs> they that. Thefted. They <laughs> pulled a thief. They got it. They toad thefted. They. Those doggone bandits took my. They thefted my stuff. They. They stole. done thefted my music. Can't have I shit in Detroit. So much of everything right now. Um, shit in Scotland. They stole. They stole. With an intent to distribute. Period. Yeah, it's not drugs. Yeah. <laughs> no, but even then, like distribution of somebody else's IP, I'm pretty sure can tack on to an overall charge. If I'm yeah, well, yeah, one hundred percent. If yeah. if okay, yeah, but see, this is what I was talking about before, and obviously, this I'm in one hundred percent agreement with everybody here. I'm just saying the legality of it, uh, because the song didn't generate a certain amount of wealth, right? Even though it is IP theft, if you were to sue over it, 
you wouldn't get anything out of it besides spending your own money because no, there's really nothing I, to sue over. I think for damages, your your damages are going to have to claim as something like uh, emotional damages or something like that. And now, granted, at least here in the States, emotional damages are seen as frivolous. But for someone who is for someone who is 16 years old and you got to see your work start to gain traction on Spotify, which is super, super fucking saturated. Let mm-hmm. me tell you, yep. like this podcast is swimming amongst the sharks in on Spotify and Apple. Right. I can tell you right now that, you know, it is a giant world out there in Spotify. But for someone who is 16 and having seen uh, 80,000 listens to a piece of work that you were not credit, credited for, I 1,000% could see a lawyer arguing <coughs> that there are emotional damages as a result of this theft. Now, whether or not you sue someone, whatever, fine. But at the very least, the school needs to expel the fuck out of this kid. And if this yep. was in oh, the States, absolutely. if this yeah. was in the U.S., that's not negotiable. Like, like someone would get yeah. their fucking face broken because especially again, Oh, in Canada too. <laughs> I was going to say it's good more of a go- North America thing. Cause I'm bro, sure with in a Mexico, good go fund me, thing, they're going to beat the fuck out of you too. With a good go fund me. I'll do it in Scotland. <laughs> I but will and, say, and, th- and this is for future. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. For future, you know, works. Um, if if you're working on a Mac, it's super fucking easy. It's easy on a freaking Windows computer, too. But when you save your audio files, password lock them all the time. That way, you can't really fucking touch it. Well, I will say, so the, the, the college... Is there a lock to, on your door? Well, I yeah, know that's not like, really relevant because they still uh, like got in and everything. Yeah, but, but having a lock on your door is going to help. Like, you shouldn't have to. If you are in a collaborative school, you shouldn't have to do that because everyone should respect each other's work. But that's expected. Yeah, that being no agree, the, agree, agree. The case, fucking if you don't have one, put one on it. Yeah, that's buy a fucking but buy, buy 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 a hook hinge, uh, buy a fucking lock, fucking do it. But it's like I said before, first. the music industry is the fucking cesspool for that, and it happens yeah, more often than people even realize. Um, I will say, Doctor Gould dropped a giant nugget of wisdom, uh, in chat. And said, reputation doesn't put money in your pocket. Pay the creator. And you know hey, what? Fucking men. In, in all honesty, if this person had just approached you and gone, dude, that track that you made would be fucking dope. I don't, I don't know what the lingo is in music. I, I sound like an old man. Like, how Look do you do, fellow children? Means, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. But if, you, if they're like, yo, like this track that you made would be amazing. I would want to put my vocals on it. Do you want to work together? Or can I purchase a license for your track? And if they had come at it respectfully, music production and shit, they should be teaching this licensing crap anyways. That's I would think a any kind of art school 101 Fuck. is learning licensing. Like you got to learn how to protect your uh, the the school is responsible for teaching up and coming artists how to protect their work. That's not on you viewer. That is on the school. But again, like for me, I live in Georgia and this has been the home of Dirty South rap for forever. Um, and even at the school, I just like I the fact to... that it's called Dirty South Rap. Oh, it's I mean, kind of hey, well, I mean, you're kind of right, but you're kind of wrong. We can get into the whole history. of. No, fucking, we're not doing uh, that. That's not okay. this episode. I can tell you where it started, <laughs> where it went and where it is now. That's, I mean, that's not this episode. Let's go. But 
Um, like the thing is, is that every like my 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 college was split between the school of college that I went to for criminal justice, homeland security, and counterterrorism, with the other side being uh, fashion and design and uh, like art. And what I can tell you is that most of the kids who were in the art school, a vast majority of them weren't into fashion and design. It was so saturated with up-and-coming uh, producers, people who You're were trying to cool. become artists, and people who were c- trying to become vocalists. It is such a competitive field out there that you deserve every bit of credit for your work that you do. And if you don't get it, you deserve to put people figuratively into the dirt for stealing your shit. Don't actually put people in the dirt. Don't do that. I'll do it matter-of-factly for you. <laughs> um, but... All right, so I hope we've answered your question, Jamie. Um, thank you for trusting us with your issue that you've got. Please let us uh, give us an update at some point, whether it's you know shooting me a message on Twitter or coming through live when we're streaming games or something, and let us know what's going on because you know again, this is this is also not biased, by the way. Like yes, you have been following and supporting me since day one on Twitch, but. This is also, to me, a clear-cut case of you are absolutely in the right, and I hope that some sort of justice comes from it. So we're going to move on to the next one. Uh, when y'all Real quick, ready. before oh. we do that, yeah, before we it. do that, uh, I'd like to throw out there that I would love to hear this track without garbage vocals on it. Yeah. Um, so at any point, if you do decide to upload it on your own, please let us know, because I would love to hear it. Actually, Amen. yeah, if you, if you have your own um, either Spotify or SoundCloud or something like that, Drop a link in my Discord, and uh, we'll make sure that we get people listening to it, uh, to it, checking it out, all that kind of stuff. Because you deserve all of the views and whatever comes from that growth over the shit fuck that stole your IP. So definitely shoot it our way. We got you. Um, now the next one. Y'all ready? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Fire away. Am I the asshole for not buying a car for my daughter when she doesn't even have a driver's license? So, when my son turned 21, we bought him a car. He got his license when he was 16. My daughter recently turned 21, and she was mad that we didn't buy her a car. I told her if she wanted a car, she should have got a license. I'm not going to buy a car for her when she doesn't know how to drive. She called me an asshole and left. I don't understand why she wants a car anyway when it can't even be used. Am I the asshole? What is she doing at my age not having a fucking license? I'm you 40 and I don't have my license. Give your balls a tug. You would be surprised. That's actually a very big thing, even here in the States, um, to be in your 20s and not have a license. Um, I'm in my 40s and I don't have a license. Yeah, but you're from Canada, so you don't count. Yeah, you actually have a decent fucking public transport infrastructure. We, yeah. we don't. You're different. You're right. Give your balls a tug there, mate. Okay. Give you and your goddamn good public transport, transport oh infrastructure a tug. We have a good infrastructure. <laughs> How that dare you, you have think a good we, economy? That you think comparatively good. Comparatively good. Okay. Cotier, Cotier, you don't know how bad it is down here. Our Marta does not even stretch across a major interstate, let alone anywhere across a fucking state. Yeah. We don't have we don't have interprovincial public transit, bud. That's just not a thing. You guys aren't given a moose at birth to just ride? 
I fucking wish. I thought you guys were treated like the Dragon Riders, where, like, you have to go out once you're born. You go and, like, you hold your hand out in front of a flock of meese. And the meese, like in Harry Potter, the meese chooses the Canadian, just like the wand chooses the wizard. Like, I'm pretty sure it goes that way. I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. (laughs) If it is, it ain't never happened for me, so... Have you tried it? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Are you surprised? I would like to come with you to get a moose, please. Okay. Fuck yeah. I'm going That's to it. The, the next thing that we're going to do is just do like a live like Twitch vlog or something from Canada. Like I'm just going to be standing there with a GoPro strapped to my fucking head and a little tablet so I can read chat. And Tony's going to meander around in the Canadian wilderness looking for a Mies to call his own. And then it's just going to abruptly end and it's going to just jump cut to us at the airport with this thing in a duffel bag that's got antlers. I got you. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, that's let's go. A not gonna fit on an, in a duffel bag. B definitely not gonna fit in a fucking. No, I'm gonna get a baby one, a little guy, just a little uh-huh. baby. Yeah, I, I, I understand that. I got big. that. First of all, the babies don't have the antlers. Second of all, the baby's still not gonna fit on a goddamn er- com- well, like commercial airplane. It's I guess I'm gonna have to Scooby do the fuck out of this and dress it in a dress and put it in a seat on the plane. It's that, coming home with me. What part of it's not gonna fit on the plane do you not understand? It's gonna fit. I'll make it fit. Then it's not gonna be alive when it gets here. It will be alive. Mark my words. This okay, is but now. all of but like, all of this aside, aside, hold on. Question. All of our weird tangents aside, okay, is the father an asshole for not buying his daughter who doesn't have a license an asshole? No, yes of course no. not. Of course not. Because look, if she doesn't have her license, then why does she even need oh, a car? Right. First of all, second of all, right? If we go off what happened with her brother, her brother got his license at sixteen and didn't get a car until twenty fucking one, right? So he obviously had to work or do something to show his parents that he deserved a car. And if she hasn't even got her license yet, what the hell has she done to show her parents that she deserves a car? Even even at that point, like, as a parent, I wouldn't mind, like, like yes, I would hope my children would want to work and chip in for their vehicle. If they don't, however, but they're like, hey, I am looking to do and get work. I just need a vehicle to get to and from work. I wouldn't mind dropping three to seven G's to help my child get a car. The problem is that becomes, a fucking license. First. Right. If they don't have a fucking license, what's the fucking point of the car? Like, right? That's such a dumb thing for the child to be mad about. Like, oh, wow, here's a fucking cute lawn ornament that now I have to pay insurance on because you're a dipshit. Like, go get your fucking license. It's not yeah, that because hard. That, that, obviously, that obviously means, right, she hasn't showed any want to have a car until now yeah she right? just because, wanted a car i mean if we're going off the american system you know at 15 you can go through driver's ed and get your permit in high school and then once you're 16 you can get your full-fledged license i don't know if that's how it is now that's how it was when i got mine that's how it was but when then I got again mine. like like i was i had a car when i was 14 before i even had a permit or anything right so it's like because i'm into cars i like cars of course as soon as I could get my fucking license, I was on that shit. But if you show, you know, no willingness to even want to get your license, and then you turn 21, you'd be like, oh, well, my brother turned 21, and he got a car. I should get a car. That's really not how life works. 
It's it's so dumb. It's like, hey, I want this thing. All right, well, do you have the prerequisite to do the thing? Like, yeah, right. It's it's like, hey, I want to be a forklift driver. Well, do you have your forklift license? No. Then get the yeah, fuck baby. out of here. Like, no, you don't get to have that. Hey, look, you don't, look, you don't need a forklift out. license to drive a license. You need a license to drive a car, but it's a lot easier to drive a forklift than it's a fucking car. God damn it! You know Especially what I mean, here in though. America. But I mean, yeah, look. I I 100% think the daughter is the asshole. The father is not the asshole. I'd be like, yeah, I'll buy you a car, but I'm gonna buy you a '97 Honda Accord five-speed. And if you break it, you gotta fix it. And if you have, you have to learn all by yourself. I'd be like, some I'm asshole shit still like gonna that. cost you five grand, bro. I ain't gonna. I'll buy the car, but it's just, it's, I got, I'll buy a whole new clutch and everything. Be like, all right, you put it in. This is how you do it. I'm gonna tell you how to do it. Go watch a video. Here's the freaking book on how to do it. You go do it. <laughs> I would a hundred percent be like, look, I will, I will help you get a car, only if you get your license. Like, because you get your license first. At that point, talk. like the the kid is also like the kid is twenty one, which means that in theory they would be off of the insurance of their parents. But I think that also falls off now at twenty six. But even then, like. If the father got his daughter a car and she was driving unlicensed, if she gets into a wreck, if anything like that happens with her operating that vehicle, it blows back tenfold on the parents. And I'm not what? I'm not going to sign up for that. Get your fucking license. It's like what what is she like what is it? Like she wants you to buy her well yeah, there's another th- uh, angle here actually. Like what if she's got a boyfriend who she wants to be able to drive that car? And that's why she wanted the car. Uh, even more I unfortunate. I fucking think so. I know, right? Even worse. No, 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 wait. Like, that hold makes on, her hold even... On, hold on, Your question is, she is then asking me, the theoretical father, yeah. to buy a, so car, can you get for a car, her, car for her boyfriend. Well, no, it's her car. It's in her name. But he's the only one that drives it. I'm shooting him. Nah. I know, right? It's, like, stupid. But no, that's... that's a... That's a. It's never gonna fucking happen, even if, if it was my kid. Absolutely not. Yeah, but I'll like, get you. I'm I'll just buy saying, you a fucking like, parts kit for a Geo Metro. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> In the words of yeah. Easy Bitch, you got me fucked up. That's not happening. Fucking truth. But at the same time, I don't think he's an asshole for not buying the car. I do think he's an asshole because he did not help in any shape or form with something that is expensive. Now, hear me out, right? Twenty-one could still be in college pay a semester of tuition or at least a chunk of it right because it shows favoritism towards the son you help the son get a car great because he needed it okay well your daughter doesn't drive okay what else does she need you know as a as a well, parent there's no context to this though because we don't know if that's understandable yeah, and i problem. agree but i think that if he did do something else he would have said in exchange i have done bleh, help her get an apartment Help her pay some bills. Do something for your kid. Because yeah, if you don't, who's to say that he hasn't already done that? That's well, not... he didn't yeah. state. Yeah, and who's to say that she doesn't still live at home? Uh, regardless, okay. Well, then shit. You still live at home and you're 21 years old. Let me help you get your own place. You know, like. like but what if she doesn't want that? Like, see, like, that's the that's the thing, right? Well, then you to me, up. because well, to I... me, well, no, of course, but to me, it's almost sounding like she's expecting to get a car at 21, which. At least, the, yeah, the way the way that it's written, because now we're, we are going into a bunch of assumptions here, but there are two things here. The way that it's written, we don't have any of that context. However, 
The second part is what's glaring to me that says I'm not going to buy her a car. I'm not going to I'm not going to buy a car for her when she doesn't know how to drive. You as a parent assume that responsibility to teach your kid or throw your kid into a driving school or class or whatever to help your child learn how to drive. Now, you as the writer put that in here. She doesn't when she doesn't know how to drive. Well, she can't go learn how to drive just on her own. You as the parent need to pick that up and help them learn. Now, this is where it gets into more assumptions. If she is refusing to learn and get her license, then that's on her. However, if you're if you as the parent aren't stepping up to like, hey, she's just bitching at me for a car, but you're not putting the second part of that equation in there where Oh, right. It's also on me to help teach her so she can get her license. Like, that's on you, dude. Sorry. But I don't, there's not enough context here to form yeah. that second part of a statement. Just, just my thought. Anybody else? No, it's, I'm down for that I one. I think it's, it's pretty simple. That was pretty straightforward. No, you're not an asshole for not buying your car kid who can't drive a car that they're not going to be able to drive. <laughs> yeah, Fuck fair. Off. All right, then you're let's get kidding me into she's uh, she's not not only is he not the asshole or is the parent not the asshole she is such an entitled little fucking brat. It's not even funny. Like like buddy, you need to raise your kids better. I will agree. Yeah, with shit, Tony. dude. Like when I was fucking four years old, I was on my dad's lap driving the Cadillac. I will agree with Tony on the fact that, like, hey, like, if if she does express or show that she doesn't actually need a car, but she's doing other things that she might need that money for, definitely help her out. But the only context we have are these five sentences where, <laughs> you know, she wants a car. She called her dad an asshole for not buying her a car. She doesn't have a license. That's kind of all we have to go on. So in the context of this, I I fully am like, yo, daughter's an asshole. You're fine. Whatever. Uh, but I am ready for the next one if y'all are. Let's fucking go. <clears throat> am I the asshole for telling my boyfriend that he embarrassed me at my workplace by bringing me a gift? I'm a 26-year-old female, and I've been dating my boyfriend, quote-unquote, Ned... Uh, who is 28 Ned. for eight months. He's the sweetest person and has a wonderful uh, set of creative skills. He makes me handmade stuff like frames, vases, memory boxes, etc. I keep some of that uh, that he gives me as gifts. This situation took place when he visited me at my new workplace and brought a gift he made by himself. The occasion was me getting hired in the company that I'm currently working at. I share the office with some other employees and they watched as Ned gave me the gift. I opened it and found a colorful little pencil holder. He asked if I like it, and I said yes. He told me I could use it in my new office and put it on my desk. I put it on my desk and thank him. Aw. The second that he left, I started getting looks from the other employees. I even heard some giggling going on nearby, and I was 100% that they were laughing about the pencil holder. What sealed it for me was when another employee walked by and said, Nice pencil holder you got there. Your son made this for you? Followed by laughter from others that were standing nearby. I felt horrible. I just stayed by myself until I got off work and I saw Ned. I told him I appreciated the gift, but he really shouldn't have brought it to my work. He said the reason he brought it to my workplace was to congratulate me for the job, but I told him that I was somewhat embarrassed in front, or he embarrassed me in front of other employees because they made fun of the gift's color 
and asked if my son had made it. He got offended and said that he didn't get where he went wrong and asked if I didn't like the gift. I said I did like it, but he shouldn't have brought it to my workplace. He got upset and said he thought he was doing something for me and then accused me of being ashamed of his projects, which I'm not, obviously. We argued, and then he left in anger. I tried calling him, but he only responded via text, saying how hurt that he felt by saying that he embarrassed me when he was just trying to celebrate this new job with me. I feel more upset now thinking that I may not have handled this tactfully. So, ministers... I got got a perfect response for this. I got this, guys. Mom, Rebecca and her friends are laughing at me because you brought me my pencil, but it's pink. Yeah, basically. Basically. Yeah. No, definitely uh not only is she's an asshole, period. Okay. But uh her workplace is obviously toxic as fuck. Oh yeah, no. Like there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. The people yeah. that work in that place are in fucking high school still. They've got to be. Yeah, Otherwise, in the office like a fucking fuck locker room, bro. There's no elaboration, just straight up. No, that's me in front of my friends. They're becking her buddies made fun of me. <laughs> uh, pretty Christ. much. I mean, like, I I understand. Look, if you weren't embarrassed by the gift, you wouldn't let what the shit that they're saying get to you. Yeah. But then on the other hand, Right, if no. that's like her, no, 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 that's there is no other hand. No, don't even no. fucking try. No, that's no. I'm agreeing with you guys 100. But I'm just yeah. But you're also trying to side. play devil's advocate, which is bullshit because yeah. there is no well, devil's well, advocate. Well, we gotta have a wait. Look, hold on. We got we gotta have a podcast here, bro. Right? I want to do. And it turns out that this podcast. Come on, Spatuli. What do you what do you got? No, come on. No. Well, to be fair to Cotier Spatuli, if we if we move on from this, we might find something a little bit more juicy and two sided than the. This shit like, show. Go ahead. No, all, all, all I was gonna say was, right, if that is her true first day at work, of course she would want to try to, you know, fit in as much as possible, even though she really wasn't feeling that way. Granted, obviously the people in her office are scumbags. It's that simple. But maybe she was like, "Oh, don't do it," because you know she doesn't want to get embarrassed on her first day and all this. But granted, I look. I just, I just what I'm thinking. But I do agree with you guys. I'm not saying I don't. I don't. Because there's a lot of pressure on your first day of work, especially if you're working in an open office environment, to be quote unquote normal. And if it's my first day in the office, I'm not going to be disrespected like that by my coworkers. (laughs) No, 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 get out of here. Oh, did your kid make that for you? Oh, but it's better looking than the kids you made, bro. Shut the hell up. Get out of my face. (laughs) But see, the issue is, right, if you do that in the corporate world, you're gonzo. Even though, look, I do it, but. It's just a weird corporate structure of most offices. I would ask them nicely if they would like to have a safety meeting outside. <laughs> I will say this. Like, now, uh, I, I work for a really decent company. Um, and if Ari made me a thing to put in my office, and someone said something sideways about the thing that she made for me to celebrate whatever the fuck achievement is in my office... Someone's yep. going through my office wall because that's just that. Like you, you're having a relationship with a person. Like 
yes, they are hi- uh, happy and celebrating your achievement to to have gotten hired at this, you know, thing you applied for. They made you something because that's their love language. And number yep. one, you let uh, you let some random fucking employees shit over the thing that your significant other that you love or whatever the fuck made for you. Yeah. Right? Number yep. two, you then gaslight the shit out of the person that you love by saying that they embarrassed you when you sat there and let them turn you into a doormat because mm-hmm. you were afraid of what? Not fitting in? Get the fuck out of here. Now, I will say this. In super, in super, super successful like Fortune 500 companies, they don't play with this. You can do whatever the hell you want as far as like your expression, uh, as far as like what you've got on your desk, uh, your significant others made you something, whatever. And that HR from those companies is ruthless because they maintain their spots on the Fortune 500 by ensuring that the workplace is a very tolerable and productive Non-toxic. place to work. Yeah. No, they're not tolerant to this shit at all. So, like, if this happened to the company I worked for, that entire division would be written up or possibly fired. Like, oh yeah, I don't know what job you got, Ryder, but your job, if you care about this, this Ned, quote-unquote, and you have now put your stance in your work above the person you say that you care about, you've got your priorities fucked up. You're the asshole. Fuck you. Yep. Amen. What about the rest of y'all? No, nah, definitely 100% they're the asshole. I've said my piece. Yeah, she's the <laughs> asshole. She's, she's the asshole for, you know, bringing home what happened at work and to her boyfriend. And obviously the people that she works with are assholes. That's simple. I promise you if the roles were reversed here and she made Oh, that something... dude would be getting fucked up right now. Yeah, she would be handing this dude's ass to him on a platter. But uh-huh. for some reason, like, he's somehow in the wrong for genuinely caring and celebrating her success. Are you fucking shitting me? That's not okay. Yeah. No, like, that's not okay. Ned, there are better women out there. Yeah, she's, you need fucking... She's not in, my guy. Yeah, but... uh, take it from me. Leave before that relationship hurts you more. Because clearly she prioritizes her own feelings over you. And, uh, yeah... Yeah, it's definitely not equitable, that's for sure. Like, the fact that he Uh, went above and beyond to just try and celebrate her success, and then she gaslit him and made him feel like shit. Nah, like, find yourself somebody else, Ned. She ain't it, my guy. Yep. You deserve so much better than that toxic bullshit. Yeah, this is gonna happen again. And it's just gonna... It's gonna get worse with every, like, successful step that she believes that she makes in whatever she's doing because clearly in the in the opening part of that he makes her vases and picture frames and this this dude seems like a very handsy person and shows his admiration for her by doing that that is his love language and the fact that she can't respect that and stick up for him that's a red flag for me my guy like get out you don't you deserve a lot better than that so yeah but y'all ready for the next one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Am I the asshole for kicking two kids out of my D&D game? I know Maybe. this is going to be very minor compared to other stories that you'll find here, but this question has been bothering me, and I need some outside opinions. 
I'm currently a 19-year-old college student who made a D&D group to have fun on Saturday nights. But unknown to me, two of the players I let in were under 18, possibly 12 or 13. Our first session went fine, but after the game, both the DM and another player PM'd me, and they told me about how playing with the kids made them feel uncomfortable. Remember, everybody else in the group is an adult. So after take, talking it through with the DM and the other player, I kicked both of them from the server. The next day, I got messages from both of them saying that I was a butthole for kicking them without notice, and I've felt bad ever since. So, am I the asshole? Uh, uh fuck Sam a notice. Fuck them kids. <laughs> okay, okay. A little more nuanced than fuck them kids. Uh... <laughs> Them kids is a long way to go, and it's best to just leave that kind of stuff up to the adults. Like, uh, Akil, I knew my boundaries when being around you guys. Yeah. Yeah, I think the real issue is, honestly, since it's a D&D &D campaign, in, in the, obviously, if the DM's a, a, an adult, you know, then you have to be kind of wishy-washy about where you go with the campaign, because you kind of almost feel like in the back of your head you got to keep it somewhat kid-friendly to a certain degree, thus restricting the gameplay. I fully expected... That's what I would think. I expected that answer out of Cotier. I did not expect you guys, that from you. You guys talked over me. Go for so, it. That's fair. <laughs> I was trying to. It depends on what the settings were. Okay? So, uh, very much it depends on certain aspects of the settings. One... Uh, it said that it was a server, so I'm thinking like something more along the lines of Roll20, uh, Discord, something along those lines. Um, and it depends on what kind of content are you trying to fucking do for your D&D &D campaign, right? Like, D&D &D is a game for everybody. Fuck, I started playing D&D &D when I was 10 years old. So, I mean, I don't know. Trying to gatekeep... Uh, like who can or cannot play now if it's your if it's in your own house yeah if it's like an adventure league or something like that no that's not cool but i do have a i need i need more though. i need more information on that to be able to pose a judgment on that i i would say like objectively speaking in the D, &D games that i've played whether it is adventure league at dragon con or it is a homebrew, or it is online. Having played enough D&D &D since I was younger, like, as an adult, because I didn't get into D&D &D until I was in my 20s, Fair. but the D&D &D campaigns that I partook in as an adult, at some point or another, always led to adult content. Now, if we go by, like, the ESRB rating here in the States for video games... Even slight violence already puts the campaign above the quote-unquote maturity level that the video games would be. And if my DM was uncomfortable with it, like if I brought people in and I didn't know any better, and my DM goes, yo, I'm uncomfortable with this. At the end of the day, that is the DM's call because it is their world, it is their game that they're running you are just someone who has brought people into it. At the end of the day, right. you can find more groups of similar age groups, or you can find campaigns of people that would want to let you in. But 
it is solely at the discretion of the DM on whether or not. Then you why did get they? Then why did they even ask this guy? The DM asked this guy then if it, it's up to the DM, right? Well, I and that's the thing. I think they probably because this happened in a in a group chat that I'm in where I added someone to our group chat that I <laughs> they were they were they were obviously of age, but I didn't clear it with everybody else in the group, and it made the group extremely uneasy when I brought someone in, and so. Ultimately, I take responsibility if I'm bringing in someone and I don't discuss it or I don't do my due diligence before bringing someone into the group. And so I think in the same frame of reference, this person had formed the D&D group to play and then the DM was like selected after the group was made. And only after the first session did they find out that two of the players were like 12 and 13. So that person assumes responsibility for bringing people in without having done their due diligence on the players. I think that's where that's coming from. All right. Well, that – okay. You know what? Then if that's the case, that's fair. What about the rest of y'all? I mean, there's not enough information here in my opinion, right? Like if these kids are – if like they're 16, 17, who fucking cares? Okay? If if they're – significantly younger like muffin okay maybe then that's all right you know but like you can't just do shit like that without talking to people first anyways yeah like, akil knows firsthand that <laughs> so for you guys to know there's a group chat that me akil and a couple of our really good friends are in right and akil is not allowed to add people to that group chat anymore do you want to tell them why akil we had to we had to destroy that entire group chat and make another one because the other person like they would know if we uh if we kicked them so we essentially had to start an entire new group chat to preserve a friendship but they didn't fit in with our very tight group of friends and that's that's on me i i as the person potentially bringing someone in needed to make sure that everyone else was okay with it before I just added someone, which is why, like, when Tony started becoming super tight with our friend group, I had to bring it to them, and all of them needed to meet Tony, and only then was it like, all right, are we bringing this person in? Yes? Okay, cool. But that's, I made the same absolutely fatal mistake of just adding someone because I was tight with them, but not everybody else wanted that dynamic to exist. So it is, to me, it is the diligence of the person forming the group to ensure that all players are within whatever parameters are set. And that's, I don't know what that would be for these guys. Obviously, they would want someone older. But, you know, make sure that people meet your requirements. I would also posit this, though, for Tony, since Tony brought up Muffin. Muffin just had her birthday, right? Birthday Muffin. So, happy belated birthday to Muffin. If you found out as a parent that your child was playing D&D online with people who are like, like 10 years or more older than she is, as a parent, what is that? What are you thinking? Because I, I, I don't have an opinion here. I don't have a kid. I don't know how you feel. But as a parent, like, clearly, I don't know if these kids' parents know. 
Yeah. So, um, as a parent, what real, do you feel? Real easy. You ever seen those vines or those TikToks? Ooh, they stealing. <laughs> yeah, no. My, my kid's getting in trouble. Fuck you, me. Like, I have to talk to Muffin on a daily about leaving, like, you and Ari alone because you're grown. You know, I'm like, look, it's okay to be friends with them, you know, when I am with you. This is not something you do on your own. They are significantly older than you. You have absolutely zero in common with these people. There is no reason for you to interact with them without me. Now, does that mean that I don't trust, like, you or Ari? No, by no means at all. I don't want her to be overwhelming to you guys. So that is on my child. So yeah, if I was a parent and Muffin's like, Dad, I got kicked out of this D&D campaign, I'm going to be like, okay, well, did you start off by telling him how old you were? And she says, no, we're going to have a fucking problem. (laughs) I mean, that's valid. Because I think that's a perspective that isn't isn't addressed here at all. Like, these are minors that are Mm -hmm. jumping into an adult server. An adult meaning by adults, not that the content is adult rated. It could be Mm -hmm. given D&D. It most likely will be, mm-hmm. because when you kill someone, it is graphic, or it can be. Um, but, like, at some point, this isn't just on the person that's put this group together. To me, it also, it's a little bit, or it's a lot of it parenting. Because you have somehow allowed your children to interact with people that are a solid 10 years older than them, discussing I... D&D content, which does, which... Uh, can get adulterated oh yeah yeah i think another big thing too honestly whether this you know comes down to adult theme thing or not but the imagination of somebody who is 18 or older compared to the imagination of someone who is 12 13 is vastly different so like that campaign structure is also interesting as well right and i don't know how people feel about that you know having a kid's imagination perspective compared to someone who's much older and then how that campaign would progress because, you know, their imagination could be like, Oh, well I die, but all of a sudden I'm going to, you know, have a potion to come back immediately. But when they did the DM, I'd be like, Oh no, you can't do that. Trying to explain everything over and over and over again. So that could be also why they're uncomfortable. That's the other thing. As mature as someone is like, Oh, well, you know, I'm mature for my age. Nope. Don't give a fuck. Like there are some things like, these these adults who are playing D&D are completely in the right. They don't need to be doing role-playing games with children. That's no. If anything, these kids need to tell their talk to their parents, get them to take them to a gaming store on the weekends and find people yeah, get them into an adventure league that'll accept their their age. And exactly, shit, sure. because at least at a physical adventuring league in, you know, in anybody's hometown or whatever, even if the other players at the table are older, usually the DMs for an adventure league are very good at game balance. I'm not saying the person... Fucking amen to that. Yeah, I'm not saying the DM for this campaign, whatever, isn't. But I am saying that the structure and everything like that, number one, the parents are there. Even if they go off, you know, to the mall and go shopping or something while the kids are playing D&D, the people in that shop are better suited to run a D&D campaign for or with children as opposed to just some random group online where, I don't know, maybe the kids get kidnapped or something. Like, there's just way too many real-world implications that can go sideways for me to be anywhere close to comfortable with this existing. So that's that's me. 
What about y'all? Famesies. Great. Stay in your fucking lane. Don't <laughs> care if you're my kid or not. I tell Muffin that all the time. I tell her to stay in her fucking lane. I mean, hey, it works. Muffin's a well-rounded kid. For sure. And that's how it should be. I feel Honestly, I feel like oh, there are parents out there that give the rest of us really bad names, right? Like, oh, how could you do this to my child? Well, your fucking kid didn't tell us shit, and kid lied, basically. So, yeah, it's on your kid. I swear, you would have think... enjoyed the first question on this podcast. <laughs> oh. I mean, I don't put up with that bullshit. Like, yes, that's my child. And in some instances, I will go to hell and back for Muffin. But I also know that Muffin is a child and it isn't perfect. And some things are her fault. You just call your kid an it? Uh, I refer to her as all sorts of things. It, small human, Muffin, uh, Bun Bun, Bug, everything. All right, fair enough. I feel like I feel like for the first however many years where I have a kid, the word dumbass is just gonna fly out of my mouth. Like now, that is one thing I can't say I don't do is I will never call my kid even behind her back the little bitch. None of that. I don't do that because it's my kid. I made that shit. If if I'm calling my kid a dumbass, that means I'm a dumbass because I made that piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? Damn, like, I just no, got put in my place. That. I mean, yeah, you are, yeah, dude. But I mean, that's cool. Bring me a zombie hooker. You know what? Fair enough. Here I was like, oh, man, you know, Red Foreman. But then I looked at, like, what his child got up to. And I'm like, no, you know what? That was bad. Yeah, like, the parents are just as – the parents are more to blame because they allow that behavior. See, oh, the this 70s. Is why, this is exactly why I needed Tony for the first question with the, the kids that got into the alcohol. Because that's a perspective that, like, I think we touched on. But Tony probably would have ripped those parents a new asshole for that. I would love to go back over that question at some point if we have a chance. If not, I totally understand. I don't yeah. make the rules here, but I'll, uh, I'm I'll throwing summarize it, out there. it. What I'll do is um we can actually just get to the end and start we'll circle back. Yeah. Okay. All right. So oh this next one looks to be a fucking doozy. Y'all ready? Oh, uh, let's do it. Would I be the asshole if I didn't tell anyone that I was pregnant? Stop there. Yes. <laughs> no. A hundred percent. I, it depends on it depends on who that everyone includes. I, the female, and my fiance, male, found out that we're pregnant. Both of our families have been asking when we'll have children. This might sound selfish, but I'd like to keep the pregnancy a secret until I give birth. My fiance wants to tell all of our families and let them share the excitement of a new baby coming. We've been arguing about this. I understand his point, but I'd just like to enjoy this to ourselves. We're also planning a wedding and things have already been stressful. So would I be the asshole? And there's also an update. We talked, and we are going to keep the pregnancy a secret like I want. I let him know I'm the one carrying the child and giving birth, and this is my boundary. He said he understood and will respect that decision and not say anything. So it sounds like they, they did come to a resolution with the update, but let's figure out if this person is or isn't an asshole. Not the asshole. The asshole. No. 100%. Why? It's none of their fucking business. Because the husband wanted to tell people, and she told him no. And you know what he said? He said. So okay. I'm assuming. I'm assuming then that that means that you're in the uh, the party that uh, if the husband wants to keep the child, then uh, the woman doesn't have a right to get to get an abortion. Uh, no. Her body, her choice. A hundred percent on that, that good? topic for you sure. No, this isn't nearly as severe. No, 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 no. This is not nearly as severe. Sorry, Tony. It's her boundary. If she's not comfortable with it, she's not comfortable with it. Yeah, and Mike kind of took the words out of my mouth. Then I will be the asshole on this one, then. I think that that's bullshit. 
No, but look, I I understand where Tony's coming from because just look, I get that it's her boundaries, understandable, one hundred percent. But the the snicker shock of having a baby to your family, let's say like let's say both their parents are very close to them, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, like two weeks before she gives birth, oh, guess what? We're having a baby. Well, it, it's pretty difficult for their parents to make accommodation for a kid if they were to go over their house and stuff like that. But, I mean, that's just one angle. But again, at the end of the day, it's her choice whether she wants to tell anybody they're having a fucking baby. I'm, uh, yeah, pass. Yeah, ultimately, morality <laughs> is morality is abstained in the face of her body, her choice. Yeah. Frankly, I, I, I don't think it's immoral. But that's just me. I don't. I don't think she'd be an asshole for that. I'm sorry. I'm just. Yeah, I don't. I don't think she's an asshole. I do. But that's just me. It's okay, Tony. I still to... love you, buddy. I yeah, I'm allowed to have my you. thoughts and feelings. You know, no, I... I don't think that a man should be able to stop a woman from terminating a pregnancy. But I also feel if he does not want that child, he should not be physically responsible for that child if it's kept. I will also say this though. Um... It, I feel like it also depends on the family dynamic because depending on the on like how close knit the family is or something like this dude could be super tight with his family and like want to be inclusive with the family and everything like that and that's how they grew up and like you know what a family is probably means something more to him than what it does for her and so like he might be super excited to share that news with his family like hey you know like y'all have a little grandbaby coming or whatever. Uh, and be super excited to tell them. Um, there's also a comment in chat where Dr. Ghoul said the parents aren't going to notice that she's swelling like a methane balloon. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when you were when you were reading it. <laughs> like, because what? they're planning a wedding. Like how you? And unless unless when is the when is the wedding? Yeah, it doesn't say. How far along is she going to be? How far along is she going to? How th that's another that well that's a very important question though is how long far along is she, is she going to be do you is she does she suspect that they're going to be showing by the time they have the wedding, the way that it reads it doesn't appear that that's the case, I mean right? that's also true but at like some that's point... implied in the statement otherwise it's like nobody's stupid enough to think that they're not going to notice it yeah <laughs> right? but also the no one's going to be stupid enough you've to been be outside. Like... Have you I fucking have seen these actually, people out here, yeah. bro? Some of them are dumb as fuck, okay? I, <laughs> I wouldn't put it past this bitch, okay? Actually, yeah, fair enough. I, I would also fair. say, you like, win. If, if someone did even, like, if they passed grade school mathematics and they were like, oh, hey, like, if, she, if they get married and she's barely showing or whatever when they do, and then all of a sudden she's showing out of nowhere, someone is going to put, mostly the parents, are going to put that together and be like, why the fuck did you not let us know? And even though the parents technically have no right to make a demand or anything like that, it's still going to cause a schism in the family as well. Like, yes, the parents do need to respect those boundaries. And on the flip side, what I, what I, I guess, am failing to understand, and, you know, this could be because I'm a guy. I don't, I don't know what it's like or anything like that. But... I understand it may be overwhelming when you get the family involved and they may want to help out or give, you know, tips on the baby bump or mm. you know, whatever, whatever the fuck it is. Right. And I understand it's going to be a lot. Uh, I, I, I hate to interject, but I got to go. I'll okay. see you guys.
Yeah, we'll right, see you, take it easy, Yanni. Good to see you as always, buddy. Enjoy your day of podcast and see stream. Um, but like for me, I, I guess I'm just trying to like comprehend what the benefit is of hiding it because that stress is going to happen at the beginning or also compounded at the end yeah. when people found out that you also kept it from them. Like if you're trying to avoid the stress, that's not going to happen. I, I hate to be that guy, but unless you have zero family, that's just going to be a thing. And mm -hmm. if you're – again, you don't owe them anything. I'm, I'm making that very clear. But if you are trying to keep the relations with your parents or your family or whomever open, then lying to them isn't going to help anything. It's just going to make it worse once the baby pops out. So maybe, maybe that's just me. Again, I don't have a children, and I'm clearly not a female, so I don't understand what pressures there are on that front either. For me, it seems like a lost cause trying to argue that with your husband because it's creating unnecessary stress when you're also planning a wedding and planning for a kid on the way. If anything, to me, to lessen the burden of the baby or the stress in general, let everybody know that you are pregnant because that way you can get some assistance unless, this is the only unless, unless it is a hyper-conservative family that they don't do the entire baby out of wedlock thing and they yeah, take that, that shit super too. If it is that case, hide. Like, I get it. It that is the to me, that's that is where I understand because that is some disowning cutting tree branches off the family kind of bullshit. And that I mm -hmm, I totally understand it. Outside of that, I have no idea. And uh, even Dr. Gould put it in chat. Uh, we don't know if she has problems with her parents, if they tend to overmother the kid. And you're right. We don't know what that family dynamic yep. is. All we know from what they said is that uh, it's their boundary, and I want to keep this a secret. Like, okay. Yeah, we don't know the background there. I think that there's definitely, especially if, let's say, future mother-in-law, as an example, um, has a habit of like oversharing things on Facebook. Just telling her may still get back to her family if she doesn't want her family to know yet. Yeah, because exactly. Of whatever boundary. That's a very, very fair point. So, so I think that that before I could say anything on that, uh, on the initial point, I'm going to say no, not the asshole, because her body, she's allowed to choose whether or not she tells anybody about it. Okay, but on top of that, we have to look at the other um, factor in it. There's not really a lot of information to determine maybe that's the case. I need another column for like, yes, they're the asshole or no, they're the asshole. But the column just needs to me. You're a fucking asshole for not giving me enough background. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's fair. I'll accept that. Now, given given the time here, I want to go back and do the one um, that also um, with. Hmm? Doctor Fatty has a, a request in chat. Yeah, I'll check it after after we finish the uh, podcast. Right. Um, cool. So, Tony, the premise of the the one that we started off the podcast with was. Over a holiday weekend, I believe it was the 4th of July, a father and his brother brought their children, uh, the father who Whole wrote family. it, uh, his, his daughter is 14, his niece is 12. Everybody uh -huh. brought food, alcohol, all that kind of stuff to a lake house. The adults were sitting outside and noticed the kids were missing. They checked everywhere and then found the children in the basement uh, drinking vodka cranberries. The 12-year-old 
ended up telling her father that the 14-year-old had come up with the idea to sneak the alcohol. The father uh, of the 12-year-old grounded her for X amount of time and made sure that she received a punishment for doing that. The father of the 14-year-old sat his daughter down and explained why everything was wrong. She apologized. She said she wouldn't do it again. She understood why it was wrong, and that was it. The, that father ended up telling the rest of the family that they talked it out. She didn't get grounded or anything, but she understood that what she did was bad, and she seemed remorseful and got chewed out by the rest of the family for it. Is the father an asshole for his way of punishing or disciplining? Um, what exactly, like, who's the asshole here? What, what's your take on it? A hundred percent, he's the fucking asshole. Yep. Are you kidding me? For real? Like, no, you need to fucking punish that child. Okay, first of all, you can't, no, 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 no. If the 14-year-old's stealing booze and then gets the talks the 12-year-old into it through peer pressure, asshole. 12-year-old, also an asshole for giving into peer pressure and not having a fucking spine. Are you shitting me right now? Like, no, everybody, everybody catching hands. I don't give a fuck. Everybody catching hands. Everybody's getting in trouble. That father's a fucking idiot. That was insane. And that's all I got. Yeah, because my, my point to that was the father, and, and again, I don't have a children, but you can't just be the cool dad when you are administering discipline. If you're going to be the cool dad and you're going to have alcohol around or whatever, and you number one, if you're leaving the alcohol unsecured, you're a dipshit. But number two, if you are the cool family where you are trying to make sure that if your kids do something, they're doing it in the safety and watchful eye of you, the parents, you need to also be the one, you know, pouring the alcohol, making sure you're watching them, explaining things to them, so on and so forth. You don't just get to let your kid do a thing and then go, that was bad and I'm disappointed. And then that's it. That's at least my take on it. What do you think? No, 100%. Like, yes, I understand the idea of, oh, well, if you're going to do this, I'd rather you do it in the safety of our home. That's fine. You know, I, I understand that. But the fact that it was a child that got a younger child involved and you're not going to do anything about it, you you look like a bitch. Like. You can't well, that, do that's, that. That's what the father's brother and everybody said, is that your daughter is effectively going to learn that you are a doormat. Yeah, you're going to get ran over. And listen, especially with, like, raising girls as a father, that shit ain't fucking easy, bro. They eat that shit up, okay? You do not want to show signs of weakness on that front, bro. Like, no. It's just it's horrible all the way around. This dude should feel stupid he should be publicly humiliated like that makes no sense to me whatsoever like if muffin got caught doing some shit like that if she was 14 her ass would be grass if she was the 12 year old her ass would be grass regardless you know you should know better than to do something like that as a child and uh to the point of where he said oh well you know the father should lock up his booze not necessarily if you raise your kids right they should know what they can do and what they can't do muffin knows don't touch the bottles. Even if I leave it out, 
Don't fucking touch it. You have no reason to touch it. Don't even fucking look at it. I don't want you to be tempted. But at the same time, I'm not going to secure it because, one, this is my house. Two, these are my rules. There are going to be things in life where you are tempted to do them, and you should be able to control yourself and not do it. Yeah, I think I think that's a fair point that I didn't even consider because, like, you know, I brought up growing up at, like, family events and stuff where when the news yeah. was out, the adults would at least be watching. And if you, one of the, like, nephews or nieces wanted to have a drink, the adults would basically supervise you doing it. But if, you know, we were smarter kids, we wouldn't even ask. Like, there's also that that uh, that next step is something I didn't consider. Yeah, it's just, I don't, like, me and Muffin are very open with what we talk about. We talk about everything, because I know that this world is ever-changing, and people are different. Some people are overprotective, some people don't care enough, you know? But as a father, I need to know that my child, if put into a situation where I'm not there, will make the right decision. That's the whole point of being a parent, is to teach your children, yeah, it's to teach your children how to be good people like what the fuck like i would almost be more pissed off at the 12 year old for not standing up for themselves and saying no i'm not comfortable with this well see like you know i'm pissed at the 12 year old and i said it before for ratting on her own family bro fuck just keep, oh. keep your mouth shut nah that's yeah, a, nah. that's another spatuli answer so fucking that is off. definitely a spatuli <laughs> answer and but, I understand the premise, but I not in this situation. I can't agree on that. But that's just me. I will say, um, for the podcast, though, on that Spatuli answer, I hope you all did enjoy it. Uh, I know we had a lot of fun deciding if people are or are not the assholes. If you want to go ahead and, you know, participate, give us your things for us to adjudicate and pass judgment on, then definitely send me your stories via Twitter or Facebook at brownlove010. I also want to thank all of you for leaving us your ratings on Spotify and on Apple. If you don't know, we do a lot of charity work with children, or not with children, but for children. Uh, And it's the Make-A-Wish Foundation that I am partnered with. We do a lot for them, but we need your help to grow. So your reviews uh, on Spotify and Apple help that, as well as sharing this with your friends, family, whoever the hell you think would enjoy us bitching the entire time about whatever it is that we're doing. However, until next week, podcast, I hope you all have a wonderful time wherever you're listening. Take care. And, of course, from all of us to you, bye. Bye. Bye.